Welcome to Your Strata Property, the podcast for property owners looking for reliable, accurate and bite-sized information from an experienced and authoritative source. To access previous episodes and useful strata tips, go to www.yourstrataproperty.com.au. Hello and welcome. I'm Amanda Farmer and this is Your Strata Property. Today I am flying solo and I'm here to answer a question from one of our listeners. Heather Law asked a question a couple of weeks ago and I mentioned this one in episode 23 at the beginning of the interview with Leonie Malonis from Strata Community Insurance. Heather is a Strata manager from Essential Strata in Bega. And Heather's question was about Section 85 of the Strata Schemes Management Act in New South Wales. And Heather has noticed that that section has actually been repealed together with Section 11 of the Strata Schemes Management Regulation. And Heather's questions were, firstly, when was that section repealed? And secondly, what recommendations do I have When it comes to managers and owners ensuring that their property is adequately insured in the absence of this section of the legislation. So it was a great question from Heather and it's one that I've wanted to devote an episode on, particularly because we have some new legislation coming in here in New South Wales on the 30th of November 2016 and I just want to cover off the current legislation, as well as the new. And to answer Heather's question, what is it that owners and managers should be doing when it comes to insuring strata properties? Okay. Now, firstly, what did this former section 85 of the Strata Schemes Management Act provide for? Before it was repealed, this section said that owners corporations in New South Wales need to obtain a valuation for insurance purposes once every five years. Now, the intention, of course, was to help owners to understand with some certainty how much they should be insuring their building for and to make sure that they were meeting their legal obligation to comply with minimum insurance requirements. Now, when was this repealed? Well, it was repealed as part of the Regulatory Reform and Other Legislative Repeals Act of 2015. Now, this piece of legislation commenced, I think it actually commenced in March 2016, so not that long ago. And it was an act to repeal and amend a number of pieces of legislation dealing with different types of reforms that the legislature had decided to make. In particular, for the main part, it was designed to deal with a policy change whereby real estate valuers no longer had to be registered under the Valuers Act. So there were a few acts that needed to be changed to reflect that change in terminology, essentially. And in the course of making those changes, this Reform Act also repealed Section 85 of the Strata Schemes Management Act. It also, interestingly enough, repealed the same requirement in the Community Land Management Act, so the act that relates to community schemes here in New South Wales. So apparently the rationale behind removing this requirement for insurance valuations every five years was simply that the lawmakers felt that the legislation already sets out how the minimum amount for insurance is to be determined. And they decided that we didn't need a separate section of the Act telling us to get a valuation. Now, on the one hand, they are correct. The legislation does set out how to calculate the minimum insurance requirements for a strata building, but 
It's pretty complicated. Now, I'll try and give you the simplified version, but I'll also give you the relevant sections so you can go and look them up for yourselves if you're interested in the more complicated version. So the relevant section in the Strata Schemes Management Act is section 83, which is certainly still there. And this is the section that says an owner's corporation must insure the building and the building is to be insured for at least the amount determined in accordance with the regulations. Okay, so we then turn to Regulation 12 in the Strata Schemes Management Regulation, and this is the current law. And Regulation 12 says that in order to calculate the amount of insurance for a building or the minimum amount of insurance for a building, you've got to look at a few things. You've got to look at the estimated cost of rebuilding the building plus the expenses that might be incurred demolishing and removing any rubbish Plus, you look at the remuneration of architects and any other professional services and consultants that are necessary to effect the rebuild. You've got to add all of that together. And then you have to add an amount on top of that to account for any increase during the period of 18 months following the commencement of the policy. So you have to assume that there will be some increase in construction costs over that period of 18 months and factor that in to your minimum insured amount. So whatever figure you get out of all of that, you have to insure for at least that amount. It can be more. And having heard that, if there's any owners corporation or strata manager out there who knows exactly how to calculate that figure and how to do it accurately without the expertise of a qualified valuer, then I'd love to hear from you. (laughs) I'm not sure that the lawmakers really thought that one through when they suggested that because the process is set out in the legislation for how to calculate the minimum amount for which to insure, we don't need to legally require our buildings to obtain valuations. Now, as I'll get on to shortly, that doesn't mean you shouldn't be getting a valuation. And that is certainly my recommendation. And I'll get stuck into that in just a moment. Now, let's have a quick chat about the new law here in New South Wales. It's about to commence on the 30th of November. Does that make the position any better? Unfortunately, no. It basically says the same thing. The relevant section in the new law is section 161 of the Strata Schemes Management Act. And that says that a building is to be insured for at least the amount determined in accordance with the regulations. And the new regulation, once again, commencing on the 30th of November, is regulation 39. And that basically says exactly the same thing as current regulation 12, which is that you add together the estimated cost of rebuilding the building, the expenses incurred in demolishing and removing rubbish, you add the remuneration of architects and other professional services, add all that together. And then on top of that, an estimated amount for the increase, and this is slightly different, for the period 24 months, so two years following the date of commencement of the policy. So currently we have to take into account any increase in construction costs and costs of rebuilding and replacing for a period of 18 months. The new law requires us to do that for a period of 24 months. All right, so what's my recommendation for dealing with this? What are the action steps? What are the practical things that you as managers and owners should be doing to ensure that A, you're meeting your legal obligations and B, you have adequately insured your strata building? Well, in short, even though you are not legally obliged to, I recommend that you get a valuation. 
Get evaluation at least once every three years, I recommend, and then insure the building for at least the value that is set out in that valuation. If you are a strata manager, what you'll be doing is seeking instructions from your owner's corporation to get that valuation. And you'll be telling them, look guys, this is no longer a legal obligation, but I highly recommend that this valuation is obtained. The other thing that I think you should be doing is to review that amount annually. And that's to take into account changes that are happening on site. For example, you've just completed a refurbishment project. You might have put half a million dollars into that. Then you need to make sure that your insurance is reviewed in order to account for that improvement in the building. I also recommend that when you're instructing a valuer to carry out this valuation for you, you instruct that valuer to take into account the requirements of the legislation. And if we're dealing with the new law that commences on the 30th of November, you're directing the valuer to section 161 of the Strata Schemes Management Act and regulation 39 of the Strata Schemes Management Regulation. So you're telling that valuer, these are the legal obligations that we have to comply with. Please make sure that when you're valuing the building, you're taking these obligations into account when you're coming up with a final figure for which we should ensure our strata building. Now, it's really important to get this right. If you get it wrong and you're underinsured, as Leonie Malonis from Strata Community Insurance explained to us in episode 23, any liability that's not covered by your insurer is going to be the personal responsibility of the owners. So the consequences of underinsuring are quite serious. You could be left having to put your hands into your own pocket, which is, of course, not a position any of us want to be in. Now, something else to remember is that the costs of construction, particularly here in Sydney, are growing at an exponential rate faster than CPI. And that's why I'm recommending that you review your valuation annually. It's not just to take into account improvements that might have been made to the common property, but also this increase in construction costs. And of course, how are you supposed to know what the going rate is on construction costs? One guide that you can refer to is called the Cordell Housing Price Index, and that's C-O-R-D-E-L-L. That's an index on construction costs, so labor and materials. And that's something that's reviewed and updated regularly to take into account this rapidly changing aspect of the construction world. I'll put a link to their website in the show notes under this episode. But I think some insurers actually use Cordell's calculators when they're reviewing sums insured. And of course, valuers would do that also. So in practical terms, what I'm suggesting you do each year is when you're going back to your insurance broker, when your policy is being renewed, you're going to ask them to review the sum insured and take into account the Cordell Housing Price Index and advise of any recommendations for change. And as I said, the index on construction costs is generally higher than CPI. So don't just assume that you should simply increase your sum insured by CPI. You could be left underinsured. So thank you for your question, Heather. I hope that has assisted you and no doubt many other listeners out there who may have been caught off guard by these amendments. They certainly went through very quietly. Remember that you can ask me a question anytime by posting a comment on the Your Strata Property website, yourstrataproperty.com.au. I want to keep delivering content that is relevant to you, that you find useful and engaging in your day-to-day experience of Strata. And the best way for me to do that is to hear directly from you. So please don't hesitate to drop by the website and give me your question. That's it for me today. Catch you next time. 
Thank you for listening to Your Strata Property, the podcast which consistently delivers to property owners reliable and accurate information about their strata property. You can access all the information below this episode via the show notes at www.yourstrataproperty.com.au. You can also ask questions in the comments section, which Amanda will answer in her upcoming episodes. How can Amanda help you today?